Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome in today for episode 102 of the Pod Wants Podcast. I am your host, Char Char J, joined by my co-host, Luke. How's it going, everybody? And Harris Productions. Welcome back, everyone. Hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday night. Today, we're going to be covering season three, episodes 21 and 22, the finale of season three, titled Zero Hour. We're going to be diving into Thrawn, Constantine, Price, Callus, all of these different things culminating together, a huge war. Um, it's, it's, it's all chaos, but there's gonna be two episodes covered in one. We got two guests on today. Actually three guests on, we got two and a half, I'd say, but Luke, Hera. one of our guests will be on for a little bit. So, oh, that's what you're saying. I, you're going to get that's canceled I, with that comment. You're getting you, us canceled. You, you took comment. it way out of proportion. Oh, trust okay. me. This person is going to take that as a slight and that's not cool. So thanks. Oh no, I'm, I'm I'm sure she'll this be isn't trivia. We're going to use this as fuel. <laughs> okay. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way. Okay. Uh, everybody, if you haven't watched the second match with the trivia tournament, go watch it. JJ versus Nick is actually really entertaining. Sunday night, uh, eight Eastern, five Pacific. It'll be which Tate one versus is David? It? Yeah, Tate versus David, Star Wars Facts guy, and Xanatos eleven thirty eight. So, go check that out. Without further ado, Luke, Harith, ready to bring in our guests? Yep. Let's do it. The Jedi Knights are all but destroyed, and yet your task is not complete, Inquisitor. The Emperor has foreseen a new threat rising against him. The Podwans Podcast. We are back. All right, so our first guest, as I mentioned, Luke took it out of context when oh. I mean... A half I'm person. Only, I'm not. I'm not the uh, only one that's going to think that, though. So, at one point in time, she was our fourth member of the Pod Once podcast. She technically still, she still is, is, but uh, yeah. Um, but he, you know why she's here? She's a Callus fan. She's here to talk about. She was supposed to be here for a prior episode about Callus, but now she'll get her redemption in this episode. Let's bring in Alanis at Not a Kyber. It's okay, Char. I might be half of a guest, but you are half of a host. So, oh, 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 oh. fucked. Amazing. Love you. Uh, if, if, no, if I, we ever do, I love you flip, too, Al. That, that, no, oh my god, that I just officially threw up just there. <laughs> Luke. Anyway, hi everyone. I'm currently in an airport. I'm not having a great time, but it's okay. She's been there seven hours. I've, see, yeah, I've, I've been in this specific airport for seven hours. I have been up since 6 a.m. in airports. So, Alanis, the fact that you're on here today just shows the dedication you have. I'm just saying. Callus you're in the middle of an airport. You, you, you could have just, you could have just, you know, mind your own business, but you're here no. to talk about the season finale of episode uh, season three. And yeah. uh, I'm glad you're here. But, Alanis, we all know where we can find you, but we need to let the people know where they can find you on social media. 
Um, you can find me at Natakiber on everything. You can also follow follow me at Discovering the Galaxy if you want to see some stuff that I'm doing with my Star Wars class for next year. Um, and you can also listen to me at Sith Face Podcast whenever we decide to be a podcast again. Yes. <laughs> well, Alanis, thank you for coming on. And we'll bring in our second guest to the Pop Ones podcast today. He is a returner. He first appeared on Ghosts of Geonosis a few episodes prior, and he's coming to talk about Zero Hour. Let's bring in SWE Austin. Hello. You just did his name backwards. Idiot. I mean, it, it goes both ways, to be honest, because <laughs> a so lot of interchangeable. people... <laughs> exactly, because for some reason, there is another Austin SWE on Instagram. Oh, and dude, nah. you gotta, you gotta challenge him now. You gotta challenge him to uh, uh, the fight of the death. I'm he saying, has to meet, and... you have to, you have to make a, like a location. You have to drop a pen and say, motherfucker. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? The name. Listen, Absolutely. I'm ready. This person has like two followers. <laughs> and it's a private account. So listen, I'm Support I'm it. ready. It. <laughs> Anytime they're ready, I'm ready. But no, thank you for having me on. And two, I just want to say that you guys are doing a great thing with the trivia. I've watched both of them and all the advertisements, and I was like, this is exciting. I love the editing and I love the trash talk. You know, Good destroyed job, like Game of Thrones season eight. Horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Harith is doing a fantastic job. So, guys, if you haven't seen the trivia tournament, definitely go check it out. Um, yes. uh, but, Austin, where can the good people follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, SW Austin, on Twitter, SW Austin Zero, and on YouTube, Austin SWE. You can also listen to my podcast, This is the Way Seekers, which is returning July 7th. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Um, and our third and final guest, she is making her debut to the Pop One podcast today. Of course, it is one of the major Thrawn episodes, knowing her history. Let's bring in the commander of the Chimera, MJ Vanto. Hi, guys. I'm MJ. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. This isn't your first podcast, right? No, I actually okay, used to have my own. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Typical, nice. typical, typical Star Wars fan. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh. It's a rite of passage. I'll be starting a new one soon. Ooh. A little, a little teaser. Intrigue. Intrigue. Um, but no, MJ, thanks for coming on. Thank uh, you for we've, having me. We've got like 50% of Chiss Twitter right now. Like, <laughs> like you know, you know. Like between, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, oh man, that just takes me back to the to London and that one subway ride. It was so much fun. I thought uh, you were not gonna. Yeah, I will never. Know. I was expecting you to say healthy. I was like, I wasn't there. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no. We'll we'll talk about that offline. But it's really funny. Uh, but MJ, where else can we uh find you on the social medias? I am Chimera underscore Chat on basically everything, and I'm actually the backwards austin instagram handle so oh oh <laughs> all right here we go we found the, the drama wow. <laughs> no mass report that account if you're watching this right now yes. go report that account yeah well i think the one on twitter it says suspended account 
So I'm like, so why can't I just have the username? But whatever. Yeah, oh man, that, 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 I'm gonna change my username to that before you guys <laughs> do it. Do it. Yes. Bye. Take that awesome. That exactly. is uh, that is awesome. But uh, we're gonna we're let's get into this this episode. Thirty seconds for two episodes. Um, don't have a timer because it's not gonna be thirty seconds. But I'm gonna try my best. Uh, so basically, Thrawn figures out where they are. He finds out. He kind of like is like, "Hey, Callus, I know you're fucking Ulcrum. And uh, God damn it! Now you know uh, I'm all flustered. Harith, this is not a guess that Star Wars character. <laughs> no, Get yeah, out of yeah, here. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, um, he kicks the shit out of uh, um, Callus. Gets taken to the Chimera. They find Atalon. They go to Atalon. Okay, I'm sure I'm missing something. Do you want to go ahead and say something? Because you can go right ahead, miss. You could just... Do you want to just do the analysis the entire time? You could do it right here. I'm giving I you the point. There's the airport announcement. <laughs> <laughs> what the airport announcements have the synopsis? <laughs> Hello, um, the Battle of I mean, Atalon is going mean, to be departures. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right anyway um so basically thrawn finds the rebels crew the rebels crew is like oh fuck we get uh to meet general dordana who makes his first appearance in the show but it's not the first time we've seen him he's in a new hope um i hope that's not one of your three interesting facts char that would be way nope, too easy um but yeah thrawn fucks up shit we get to see bendu turn into like a cloud and <laughs> do some other shit yeah they all survive <laughs> Spoiler alert, you know? What? Yeah, no. that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. But um what were your guys' overall thoughts? Like like what like what in this episode, what's the what's the moment that really shines for for you guys individually? I can take a guess. Alice looking like a <laughs> submissive. I literally I, I I literally texted her that she she was like I'm so excited to come on and talk about this I go just because you can talk about how fucking useless <laughs> not useless but how how like no but I want to bring up the point that okay, I yeah. said to you so yes. everyone looks at Callus in that you know we all know the, the one we're talking about the one beautiful shred of hair the you know black eye we all know the picture right a lot of people I think show that as like a like decrepit sad like poor callus like you know like oh upsetting to me that version of callus is his most powerful because he literally at that point had gone up against a grand admiral and just right hooked him he was just out there curb stomping thrawn uh and uh the, I'm, I'm, I don't know. MJ, say your piece. <laughs> no, no, I, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, that's the real question. I who mean... actually who actually won the fight? That's a Thrawn. good question. Oh, no, Thrawn no. Won the fight. Your Thrawn training won the at the Academy yeah. is limited, predictable, is word for word what he says. But... <laughs> yeah, Thrawn yeah, no, definitely won that fight. But I think you also have to think about like the inner strength of Callus to even throw the hook in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. because you know he goes you know from what we know of being you know a perfect imperial from day one to that final like well it's it's now or never like so i i really think that that is callus's most powerful maybe not physically but mentally i think that's his peak he was risking it all in that moment 
Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but Alanis, if you were in Thrawn's position, what would you do? Oh, shut up. Oh, can we not? Can we not go there? I Please had to ask the question, Agan. No, no, you did not. You Mr. Did not, Eggs. You did not have to. Do, you did not have to do that. Yes, I did. We already know the answer. Moving on. Also, Next she's in public. Hey, Star. stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's in. <laughs> what is it? Bonk. Bonk, all of you. Nope. Anyway. Awesome. You're not going to doge me, buddy. What's your favorite part of this this uh, two-parter? My favorite part is always the beginning because I just remember watching this when it came out and like the the moment where the mouse droid goes into the crate I just remember thinking like there's no fucking way like there's no way this is gonna work and so then when Thrawn shows up um when um Callus is is going to uh send a message back to Hera then Thrawn pops up at the door amazing moment um I mean, I'm sure it was obvious, but I just, you know, I was younger, so I was like, oh, my God, like, this is crazy. I just predicted this, like, you know, so. <laughs> so when I rewatched it this time around for the podcast, I was like, oh, my gosh, I just remember thinking that I was such a genius for calling that out. And then now looking back, it was so obvious. But <laughs> but I think that's yeah. like kind of the beauty of Star Wars is like that rewatchability and like the little like little bits and pieces of things that you find and then like as new stories like come out it's like the best i mean i know i wasn't on for through imperialized but one of my i know harris mentioned it i know (laughs) but like the little thing with like the stick fighting and like you know and the whole instance with thras and if you kind of look at that and kind of see what he did with the theatrics of beating up the droids um you know when callus came in i think that's this era of Star Wars, I think that's the beauty of it because it's more expansion rather than creation necessarily, and I love it. Yes. MJ? Okay, is this my favorite part from the first part or from both? For the, for, the, for the whole thing. All together, it's all in one. Ooh, I don't know. I really like when he tries to kill God. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot the sky! Yeah, that, that is a pretty good one. I mean, I don't think I can watch that episode without getting chills when Bendu says the line about, I see your your uh, defeat surrounding you like many arms in a cold embrace. That just, oh my gosh, crazy. Space uh, whales. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. MJ, yeah. not going to lie, I thought you were going to say Thrawn's little helmet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honorable <laughs> mention to the bucket because... That's just like the silliest, goofiest. I mean, it's cool when the mud troopers wear it, but when Thrawn has his like own special version of it, I'm like, to match his outfit, I'm like, this is not the serve you think it is. Yeah, I think it's a serve. I I think it's just classically nerdy. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. So for the boomer in the room, what what the hell does serve mean? Like, does that like what in the world's going on here? Like, what are you talking about? A serve is like if your outfit slays or not. Wait, you've never heard that before. Looks like when you're serving. Look, you know this. All the guests you've had on your podcast, no one said. No, character has wait, served. I know you're like a low key <laughs> boomer, but really, sir, really, yes, I'm kind of honored. <laughs> I didn't to be the introduction to that on the podcast, though. I'm thrown in the bucket being your introduction to this slang. Mm-hmm. I, I, 
I mean, it begs the question: What other moments are are swear are, are serve serve s e r v serve like a, like like volleyball serve right? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's okay. I get it. Serve. I know there's serve. any okay. other type of serve, but okay. Okay, shut up. Would you? <laughs> what other what other moment is serve would would fit the would fit the definition of serve? In the finale, oh. when Callis wears the all black outfit, I was just gonna say that. I was literally <laughs> just gonna say that. hive mind, hive mind, hive mind. Yeah, that is elite. And honestly, to this day, I firmly believe that they're like, eh, we don't want to give another outfit. We're just going to put him in this black morph suit. But man, I'm so glad they did. It's just like when they put the Bad Batch in there. Um, yeah, you know. You know, it was a design <laughs> choice. And a design choice that I love. Yeah. Austin? I just I just had one. Oh, like to, to go in line with like the black suits, like Luke in Return of the Jedi. Like very much yeah. a serve, especially when in the gray piece comes down. Um, but Emily also brought one up in the chat, like Gorn, very similar to Thrawn, has the same helmet. But this is serve, I think. I'm gonna be basic, and I'm gonna say Vader getting into his suit in Obi Wan Episode Three. That serves. Honestly, also anything Mon Mothma wears. Or oh, does. absolutely! Yeah. Oh. Holy Mon-Mothma shit! Wait, 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 wait! Mon Mothma <laughs> in the which episode was she looking like a damn snack in? All oh, of them. Well, she was. <laughs> oh, she was. She was like. I, I think it was the one with the with the with the connectors. That outfit. She looked absolutely phenomenal in. That is a serve moment. I agree. Anything that she yeah, does. Yeah, my mom's serve. Serve. Char. Yeah, my favorite moment's got to be when they destroyed the interjector. That was that was so. Um, uh, relief. Yes, uh, it was so relieving to me when the interjector gets destroyed because you got Ezra and the Mandalorians on top of the ship. They're over here causing all this chaos, and then they're finally able to get out of there and jump. And then Sato's sacrifice. The whole space battle was just incredible. And Thrawn is over here. He's got everything prepared, and then you have like these ambitious goons that are like, "I'm tired of listening to you, Thrawn," and then just, <laughs> just uh, like aborts mission. And then everything just gets ruined. Just like how, because when Thrawn gets out of the picture, literally the Empire loses because these admirals are so greedy and they're so oblivious to their surroundings. They always lose. But this is one of the examples why the Empire loses because they don't listen. But um, yeah, the space battle was just incredible. No doubt. I, I think the best part of this episode, low-key, not even low-key, high-key, is is Bendu. I think he is one of the most interesting parts about uh, specifically this season and how much we learn from him throughout this season. Um, But I've got a question about him later. So I, I just seeing him be like, because we didn't really see him do much. I mean, like force-wise, he like picked up the two uh holocrons and did like the the spinning thing you know but like really that's not much doing stuff but um yeah i think bendu was pretty awesome for sure mm-hmm. yeah. but, i mean you guys already kind of talked about it with the whole admiral constantine moving out of formation thing like what was your guys's like first reaction to seeing thrawn almost beat the rebels at adalon i mean okay i hate saying plot armor because <laughs> I I hate that because it makes me sound insulty. 
But I think when I saw that, my first reaction was like, oh, that makes sense because this is how Rebels fits within the larger storyline. You know what I mean? Like when instances like that happen where like, you know, the quote unquote bad guy, you know, doesn't make it because of plot armor or someone survives because of plot armor. I don't necessarily like care because it's like, I I just kind of like to see how the story fits in. So I don't think I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't like surprised. I wasn't angry. I was just like, oh, this is how, you know, the rebels win essentially. Yeah, I mean, just hearing how much the Bendu was in, like, because Luke said the Bendu was the best part of this episode. And then, MJ, you mentioned the, the scene where Bendu, like, foresees the defeat of Thrawn with many yeah. arms surrounding that, him. That, that, was, that, was cool. that was cool as shit. <laughs> and that just had me thinking, like, that served. That served. Like, that did serve. It that was one of the best foreshadowing. Like, if you go back, and if you if you've never seen Rebels and you go back and you see the ending before everything else, just to kind of prepare for Ahsoka as to how Thrawn and Ezra like disappeared, and then you go back and see this and how it was a total foreshadowing moment. I mean, I have my favorite foreshadowing moments, but what are some of yours? Because this one was cool, as it's with Ahsoka coming up, a lot of people are going to come back and rewatch that. Thrawn and Ezra scene at the very end of the show. Oh, I'll let the I'll let the the, the 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 cast of characters go. What are you laughing at? Oh no! Okay, so I think not... she gasped. She gasped. Yeah. Okay. So it's okay. As far as literary term, it's not technically foreshadowing, <sighs> but I will say. Um, Did you just um the... actually? No, no, no. Well, yeah, I um actually put up as an English teacher. It's okay. I I, um, I green light the um act release from you. No, yeah, you better. It's probably a even tie between in Lesser Evil the outbound flight. You know that sent me (laughs) into a three to four day coma when I first uh, saw that. (laughs) Um, And the second will definitely be okay. Lesser Evil's been out for like a year now. I don't care about spoiling it. Um, The ending that relates directly into the first chapter of Thrawn 2017. I think that is one of the most stunning things that Timmy Zahn has ever did. And I think if anyone wants to see Thrawn as a true character arc. It's intern John. This holiday season, spend more time enjoying the occasion. Safeway simplifies your holiday prep so you can savor every moment. From gift cards to party trays, beer, wine, and delicious desserts like freshly baked pies, cookies, and custom cakes decorated to order. Safeway is your holiday headquarters. So make sure to visit your neighborhood Safeway today or shop online for easy pickup or delivery. They're here to help you sincerely Safeway, your favorite local supermarket. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com slash holiday. That, like, that it does nothing better than that. So those are my favorite. 
the way that you just yeah. sent me back the flashbacks because I'm like my I just remember my phone blowing up when I got to the outbound flight. It's like, are you at that chapter yet? Are you at it? I'm like, yeah. What was that? Yeah. V and I were literally like when we got to that part. V was like honestly about to like drive to New Jersey because we were like so like foaming at the mouth over it. weren't weren't you guys in like a Discord call reading the book together? <laughs> Yeah, so when any of the Thrawn, like, Ascendancy um, books came out, V and I would sit on Discord at midnight when they dropped on um, Apple Books, and we would listen to it until I had to go to work at 5 a.m. And we would do that for, like, three days in a row. Why? And then read it all on our own during the day. Why would you, why would you do that? Because we needed to know. <sighs> we couldn't have it spoiled. Oh, tease on. Don't so, please don't do another. So, book. Alanis, what what's the proper term that I should use instead of foreshadow? Oh no no, your question was right. My answer was wrong. Oh my <laughs> my answer was not technically foreshadowing at all. Okay, but okay. Like I just got moment. really excited. Yeah yeah. yeah. Full circle, yeah. not foreshadowing, but full circle. Yeah. But now I'm gonna ask Austin, what's your favorite foresh- foreshadowing moment in Star Wars? Honestly, honestly. <laughs> Oh, like just in all of Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying just Rebels. I was like, oh no, like setting up Ahsoka. I was like, I thought you guys said all of them. Like, <laughs> I thought you said okay. um, foreshadowing in all of Star Wars. Oh lord. Um, oh, I got two really good ones that I don't think anybody. It's, I think no, a couple of people might know them. Do you want to say yours and then I'll think of? Mine. Well, if you want, yeah, if you want to think of yours, I can go. Okay. Yeah, because okay. now that I know it's all of Star Wars. All right. Uh, <laughs> obviously, obviously, being the Anakin Stan, Mortis, uh, him seeing the visions and stuff, and them forgetting—that's typical. But the second one is Cassian building parts for the Death Star. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, foreshadowing oh, his own death is 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 the most poetic thing I have ever seen in Star Wars. If I'm going to be completely honest with you. Okay. So. Yes, agreed. Amazing. Um, <laughs> I my favorite. Um, now that I think of it, is um, the binary sunset with you know Luke's journey, kind of starting off with the sunset and then ending. Uh, or wait, yeah, because the yep. sun was rising in the end. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was a very uh, nice moment. I'm just I love the Last Jedi though. So yeah, biased. But... Hey, hey, M. That's called character development character and no <laughs> reference from luke yeah it's it m it's 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 one once in a blue moon he does not no, talk but about andor no, no, if it's about I, kenobi oh no no no, 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 but no andor but, no no okay, okay so, so now that you're gonna throw me under the fucking bus and get me have me get run over hey i, I was I already say, under the bus earlier. i will i will i will say i will say that andor is the superior show oh by 10 far. out of 10 it's the better show i just like obi-wan more that's like a that's just yeah me. half the show half the you know enough of the half half. I'm tired <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but anyway um, mj i mean i love the bendu moment um especially because it pairs nicely with a quote from treason where arlani talks about thron's demise i feel like the bendu quote and her talking about one day you're going to overplan, overshoot your goals, and then everything's going to come crumbling down. I feel like those two go really nicely together. But I also, maybe it's just bias, my love for Eli Vanto. There's this line in Thrawn where he first meets 
Thrawn and he's terrified of the Chiss because he's heard all these stories and he's like I would not want to fight a war against them and it just perfectly foreshadows the fact that he fights for them on their side like he it's a line about fighting against them I wouldn't want to be against their side and how he defects his whole defection arc like the foreshadowing there about how he doesn't fit in like I'm rereading that book right now and every line is like these people don't like him he don't agree he doesn't agree with them and I'm like I wonder where this is headed mm-hmm yeah, that's a pretty good one. That's I feel like that one's not very like that's that's a deep cut. That's for sure a deep cut. Um, Harris? I was gonna say I'm surprised you didn't go with the one I'm about to say because you I'm actually oh, one of the Anakin ones. Oh, I know which one you're doing. Again, I'm does this count does the deleted scene count as a foreshadowing? Sure. It's okay, yeah. it's Ooh, the unfinished wait, arc on. in Clone we'll Wars on. with when Obi-Wan and Anakin are sitting around the campfire and they're talking oh, about Osaka leaving the order. That is and, such a good one! And Obi-Wan, oh. like, drops the line of, like, it's like, I'll never be alone and you'll never have to be. And, like, that, like, whole, like, line oh. of, like, foreshadowing, like, their entire relationship Fuck. is just poetry. And well, I'm mad that that scene got cut and they didn't reuse it in another, like, arc during season yeah. seven because that scene is just... Mm. It is. It is really fucking good. No, but I no. I thought. I know. I thought you were gonna go. Oh wait, Char. We haven't heard yours. Sorry. Oh yeah, Maybe, mine. Yeah, um, mine. Mine. Mine's pretty funny. Uh, mine's got to be the one in episode two when Obi Wan and Anakin are walking into the Outlander Club, uh, the club on uh, on the oh! Lord of Coruscant. Yeah! When, when Obi Wan's like, yeah. "Why do I feel like that you're going to be the death of me?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought you were yeah. gonna don't say like, those things, Master. Well, there's also the closest there's... thing I have to a father. Yeah. Why don't you listen to me? Listen to me. I am trying. trying. <laughs> I love. I also thought that you were gonna go with him cutting off Zam Wessel's hand because he ends up cutting off another uh, smugglers in in A New Hope. No, that, that's that's just a, but that's, that's just that's, that's just foreshadowing. That's just a theme or just a trope with just okay, so hands then, getting cut off in so Star then, Wars. So 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 question then. Does the cutting of the mask in Kenobi foreshadow, or is that, no. or is that just going with the whole? It's more of a that's parallel. a symbol yeah, reference, a parallel. yeah, parallel. Okay. No, because I mean, for mine, it depends on the order of how you watch the movies. If you're watching it, it numerically, it would be funny. It would make sense because Anakin does kill Obi Wan. Yeah. But if you watch it from the original trilogy first, it kind of loses its value. But I mean. It's, no, it's it's still funny. It's still it's like cool. a why yeah. do I feel like you're going to be the death of me? And like that a whole sequence when they're flying and then they go into the Ustru district and then all this chaos is happening and then there's just so much chaos that happens between Obi Wan and Anakin. But for him to say that, it's just just yeah. funny I, to me. Just funny. It's just good. like oh, you're gonna you're gonna be the death of me. He's not wrong. <laughs> no, yeah. Another good one is actually in Revenge of the Sith, but the, the, his fate will be the same as ours. Yeah. Oh, by the way, by the way, that's a that was a that was a trivia question. It was. Yeah, I think it's it was said in one of the matches. Yeah, I I'm think it sure was. It is. I think it was the not not one of these matches. Was one it of the last season? Ones. No. Oh, was it, it was last, last season? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I remember I remember writing that question because it's a it's like a it's a it's a throwaway line kind of, but it's it's very very important for foreshadowing for sure. I don't think it's a throwaway line. I think it's really important just to show that like Anakin is his yeah, compassion is more is better is bigger than with saving the Chancellor. That- with everything that goes on in that movie, like he just killed Dooku, like I feel like not a lot of people like catch on to that saying right away. 
it's kind of like you would forget about it if you didn't weren't really like paying attention. It's the mindset of a true Jedi. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Um, but hold on, is it my turn? I think it is. Hold on, no, go ahead, Luke. What, what, what you waiting for? Um, so I'm gonna get back to I'm gonna get to. So I mentioned Bendu earlier. Okay, so obviously Ahsoka's coming up. Um, do is we? It? Oh, I I don't know. Is it? I mean, I mean, I there's only a select few people that actually got to see Fawn in in real life. Fawn. Fawn. Leave Fawn. me alone. That was my weakest moment. Oh, you like said Fauna. Like, not. not uh, yeah, it was actually. Never mind. I Sleep. Uh, no, it it was hilarious. That panel was a a fever dream. At least for Atlantis. But I was like also kind of like crying the entire time because I was like, I like it, it, like she was crying for Thrawn. I was crying because the fact that Rosario Dawson answered a question like, oh, yeah, she totally feels alone. And then I was like, but she's not. She's not alone. And then I just got this thinking about Hayden and I was like, God damn it. Fuck you. <laughs> but anyway. Um, do we think that there is any possible way that we could see a parallel to Bendu, whether it's a mention, a throwaway line? Do you think that they would ever bring that character into live action or into other like Star Wars media? Do you think we will do you think this season was the last time we will ever see Bendu? It's almost like I, I think on screen, yes. In okay. books, maybe video games no i think turning bendu into live action as much as i love him and i love what he represents let's be honest would look goofy it would look goofy like they did great a great job with zeb but i think bendu in live action would look goofy i so i hope we see him again but maybe not live action i wouldn't mind him being like a voice though like maybe like if jason sindula is like a big part of Ahsoka. Maybe there could be like a moment there, but I do agree. Like, please don't try it. But you know what would be fun <laughs> is like if they did it like, like stop motion or something like the Rancor, because you Ooh. know the Mando crew is gonna Ooh. do some crazy That's shit exactly like that. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> the only way it wouldn't Ooh. look goofy is if it's practical. You know yeah. how I feel about practical yes. effects. How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Okay, wait, this like is a side note. Court. I'm sorry, I'm I'm taking over no. their podcast. What was your thoughts on the non-practical quacky monkey lizards? Because it actually made me so upset. I 
if I start talking about it, I'll cry. Like <laughs> I was watching the gallery this week. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it came out. What they were talking about how originally, because John Favreau had just come off of Jungle Book and Lion King, and they were talking about how Grogu was originally going to be CG, and I almost like physically had a reaction. I was like, I can't even imagine. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, because they didn't they bring in they bring they brought in uh, what's his bucket from the original trilogy to do a lot of the practical effects for Mm -hmm. the season of Mandalorian um his name starts it's phil isn't it it's phil right the clone i think so no i know i can see the guy in my mind i know it's who the you're guy about. B- he's bald as shit he's got a white beard he's in the ilm documentary a oh, lot yes oh, phil tippet yeah. uh, t- phil tippet phil tippet yeah he does oh, all the yeah. um the, oh, the stop God. motion in hey, um i had to struggle for that so i deserve yeah. to love you on that one anyway um well, i mean yeah luke that's an interesting question about seeing bennu because if you look back, I don't know if you remember um, a tweet back in 2017 that Dave Filoni did about he was going to have Ahsoka meet the Bendu. Yeah, that is true. And, mm-hmm. I talked and about it. Like, it was, yeah, there's concept art about it. Um, I mean, if you want me to, I can just kind of like pull up here for a brief second and show you like like this could potentially happen in Ahsoka and I would love it to. Um, yeah, I know we talked about it during the seeing, Start of Darkness episode. Seeing this. Mm-hmm. It would be amazing to see that in Ahsoka because I mean we all know Filoni likes to keep things in a vault and then eventually use them when they come in. Cause I yeah. mean, eventually mm-hmm. he's alluded that there'll be more Barris. So yeah. yeah. Um, I would love to see Barris again, but seeing this, this could be a potential possibility for the Ahsoka show. So that's, I, I think, it's I think that's so a potential outcome. If we don't get him in Ahsoka, I think the other logical place because we don't know how old he is, we don't know. We don't know how long his species is. I think you oh, could see him at, that, at the. Old. I think you could see him at the dawn of the jet. That that Ooh, dawn of the that Jedi movie. Interesting. I think that fits better than Ahsoka, to be honest, because mm-hmm. he. Little, because no, because he, no, because he literally says when they first meet him, "I have been. I I have seen everything. I he's been there since the very beginning. Like that's that's that that would that I think that makes a whole lot more sense." But I mean, I feel like he, since he's exclusive to rebels, I feel like that it's kind of important to him in, to be put in a um, rebels atmosphere. You know, what I mean, rebel I feel sequel. It's, yeah, what it's they're more calling fitting. it. Yeah, what the I mean, thing? I, I mean, it's not a stretch by yeah. any means. I I still don't like Rosario Dawson calling it season five. I was just like, it's not though. <laughs> I mean, but it, but it is, it is, it is. It's the Clone Wars. What it's like? It's like a, it's like a, it's not like a direct sequel. It's like, like it's, it's yes, it's it, it is, but line. live action. It looks yeah. different, but I I'm sure it'll feel of, the same. Yeah, I think honestly, a lot of the hype and drama around you know calling it Rebel Season Five is not to be like it's not a Soka show. It is to manage expectations because we've seen it now yes. happen for the last I don't know what four decades of <laughs> expectations of Star trend. Wars being a problem. What and and especially with Ahsoka being you know Dave's baby, I really think that they are really trying to manage that expectation so it doesn't yeah. turn out to be like a Mando or a Book of Boba Fett where everyone is you know like oh this isn't x y and z show so i personally don't have an issue with it you know i mean agent callus you know he he could call he should show up we got zeb 
Somehow, where is he? Somehow, um, somehow you managed to sneak it in. Well, we know we know where Zeb is. Yeah. We we already saw the boy. I mean, there was that line from Filoni when he was like, "Who else would be Zeb hanging out with?" I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, is Elena okay? <laughs> Carson Teva. Well, I also <laughs> mentioned Callus during the Bad Batch panel, so his name is floating in the airs of Lucasfilm. And hopefully someone should lose that something. I mean, I just got, as a Ben Mendelsohn stan, I just got young Krennic in Bad Batch. So can you imagine a young Callus? Oh, yeah. I would physically... <laughs> she I would throw up. No, actually, she would just pass away. Yeah, and if you see that um that red carpet um video that someone made of Ben Mendelsohn, I think someone was dressed up as like a rebel... And he no, got he, a, he got yeah, pressed about it. Phone. They I'm had afraid. a uh, Millennium Falcon phone case. See, I know everything about Ben Mendelsohn. So as soon as what, you what said was it for? Carpet, was it for, I was like, was when, it for outlaws? Where? What, what, it was, what it was, it was for? Secret Invasion phone case, and he was oh, like, oh, Secret Invasion. What am I talking about? Yeah. Whose ship is that? Is that mine? And when he realized it was, it wasn't. He started getting mad, and he just slipped <laughs> back into that director Krennic. That's awesome. That that is cool. No, no, but I, I still think that. I still think that, yes, does it make sense for him to be in Ahsoka? Yes. Will it happen? Probably not. But I also I think do think, I, I think, I, I honestly think that it would, like Nick said, like Nick said, that could be interesting. Him, him helping this, helping the first Jedi, like on Octu, like he, he, he's a being. He can, we don't know if he can travel from planet to planet. Like, we don't know if Ben he became a cloud. <laughs> yeah, he can do pretty much whatever the fuck he wants. So it's like, I, I think it would be interesting for, to have him there because he literally says that he has, has seen the, has been there from the beginning. He's the middle. So he would teach the Jedi in the middle. And then it's like, as time would go on, he would cease to. He would. They. They would. He would cease to exist. He would move away because there's two parts. Obviously, Jedi and Sith, and then they would obviously do their thing, and then he just kind of disappears, does his own thing. Well, we'll settle this right here. Yay or nay? Bendu will show up in Ahsoka. Vanto, nay. MJ. Nay. 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 Austin. I'm gonna say yay. I'm, I'm gonna be contrary. Yay. <laughs> so we got one one two one Alanis. Nay. Okay, two two. I am a yay, and I'm sure it's a nay, so this went absolutely nowhere. Okay. <laughs> See, <laughs> like, so it's you. three three. But I do Whoa! think I think I think he could show up in both, you know, like he could show up in Ahsoka and then in Dawn of the Jedi, he could be like baby Groot, maybe growing a little flower pot. <laughs> And then you see him throughout. <laughs> and I did see that, like, Kathleen Kennedy said, like, Dawn of the Jedi would be connected, or there's going to be, like, some sort of connection to the new Jedi Order with, like, Daisy Ridley's movie. So, like, I don't know. There could be, like, connections to other things throughout. I, and I think that's a good, I think it's a good Which, reaching. I'm forgetting point. who's who's directing that movie. Uh, I'm forgetting right now. Uh, Shamreen Obejanoy. Shamreen Obejanoy. Yeah. 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 She did, uh, Mar uh, she did, uh, Miss Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. yeah Ms. And Marvel. I really, really, I, I really, really enjoyed Miss Marvel. So I'm really, really mm -hmm. excited to see what she does with Ray. Um, I guess, oh, Harris, you want to say something? Oh no! I was gonna say I just imagine like Ben Newt's introduction be the same as like Trials of the Dark Saber. Like I just imagine a character like 
in the dawn of the Jedi just kicks a rock and it's just Bendu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, that's how he became the middle. He was just kicked into like a like they like in between two things, and he just so happened to be in the like he, they kicked him to the middle, and he's just there now. Like he has to like take that stance. Like he can't he can't choose one side or the other. Like he's like I'm committed to the bit. I'm in the middle forever and always. That's how it's gonna be. But um. Thoughts on the episode as a whole. You can go as deep as you want. Talk about whatever you want. Floor is yours. Well, I'm going to step in really quick because this will be the last thing that I say before I have to get my things together to get on this last plane. Before I lose my mind. Um, Anyway, um, overall, great episode. Not as good as Imperialized, obviously. but I really obviously love what they did with Callus's character arc. Uh, one of my favorite moments um, is kind of at the end in part two when Callus is safely on the ship. Yes. And um, basically Kanan reaches out and puts a hand on his shoulder to be like, hey, like a comforting thing. And if you look back the very first interaction between Callus and Kanan was Callus like pointing an accusatory finger at him and screaming Jedi and kind of seeing yep. the flip flop of that. Stunning. Um, I mean, obviously, I do love all of um, the Thrawn moments. I think we see Thrawn both as a strategist, but as someone who has a ploy in the game um, yep. as well. Amazing, stunning, incredible. Um, yeah. Yeah, amazing. Um, thanks, guys, for having me on. Do you Not want canes? American Airlines. Yeah, do you want canes when you get home? Uh, yeah. Can we just pick it up on the way home? Say yes. Say yes. No, no. I was gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna pick. I was gonna pick it up on get the cane way to come to way to come get you. Yeah, I know, but I don't know if I want it yet. That's like two hours away. <laughs> get a runza. That's right. All right. Okay. All right. We'll just get out on the way back to the airport. Thank you. All right. Bye. Fly safely, Atlantis. Jump into hyperspace. Thank you. Bye. 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 Hope the lanes aren't blocked. All right. Jesus. What's the fucking luck that we have had the last two days? You say that shit. Harith, you're telling me that she's going to Commander Sato? I don't know. Oh, uh, anyway. out of pocket, out of yeah, pocket, out of pocket, <laughs> out of fucking pocket. Anyway, but uh, anyway, uh, Austin, um, your thoughts on the on the episode as, uh, as a whole? I mean, the two episodes. Sorry. Yeah, I think it was I think it was a good conclusion to season three, and and really sold me on everything. Like I loved. Um, I know we brought up Bendu a lot, but the moment between Kanan and Bendu, like when Kanan is like convincing him, like I have, I myself have like felt like i could just step away and just ignore everything but you know it was like a nice full circle moment also season three as a whole like i was watching this show when it came out and i loved season one in a time where everybody hated like rebels like everyone hated rebels but i was like no i i love this season one of rebels but i feel like i never how long was neil armstrong actually on the moon when did europe start speaking english did marco polo really go to china 
Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Like, got over, like, I'm that person that when a show changes up in like the next seasons. I'm like, no, like go back to the way it was before. I want to see long hair Ezra. I want to see campy looking Kanan, you know, like what happened here. But um, I feel like at first when season three came out, I wasn't sold. But then by the end, like with this finale and everything, 100 percent loved, loved everything about it. Um, and yeah, the the space battles, quite honestly, one of the best like space battles in star wars at least like the best looking yep. and like you know really easy to follow and be like oh shit like yeah, it's not like return of the Je- it's not like return of the jedi or the battle of coruscant where you're just like what in yeah. the hell say, like, <laughs> there's, a, any... there's a lot happening here i think you're gonna say like, yes. any space battle in the star wars book yeah you're just yeah, like, yeah. like exactly. what is happening yeah, yeah. yeah that over my head that's why the some of the the thrawn books or I no, was not even. Like, what the hell is a yaw turn? I don't know what that means. It does like a three sixty point turn, and then it flips all the way around, and then it I goes will... forward. You're just like, what is happening? I will say this: Thrawn learned from Ahsoka and Anakin, so that's, he did. That, that's 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 a that's a that's a good that's a good Stand good alone. job, Blue Man. Thrawn's good a job, fucking Man. beast. Yeah. Well, duh. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Ah. Uh, I think that was MJ's point right there. So what do you need me for? Tell us your thoughts on this episode. That was literally her point. Thrawn, beautiful, handsome, smart, great, strong, dedicated, amazing. He served. Listening up all these adjectives. I mean, blue. What Austin was saying about Bendu, I love the whole not picking a side is picking a side. Yes. That just perfectly encapsulates like Kanan's growth because he didn't want to get involved in the war and Hera was like, this is important. And so now you see him advocating for more people to join and he really believes in the cause now. So like we see a lot of growth on Kanan's part. And I love that moment in the beginning of the episode of part one where Ezra and Kanan, they just have a quiet moment where they're talking 
about mm -hmm. teaching. And it's very nice, especially knowing that in the next season finale, Kanan won't be there. But yeah. there's the, this moment of gratitude where Ezra's thanking Kanan for teaching him everything. And um, Kanan's like, you've taught me so much as well. And like, and Kanan says how his training was limited because of Order 66. Yep. But Ezra says, you've taught me more than just being a Jedi. You've taught me about being a person along the lines of what he says. And it's yeah. just such a beautiful moment between mm -hmm. master and Padawan, father and son. I love that. No, yeah, absolutely. Like, like that first conversation. And then I also think at the end of the, like the, the, the season finale, the way it parallels the end of season two, because yes, they're still getting their ass kicked, but there's, there's a lot more W's in that, in, in that season, in season three's ending than is in season two's. Like they gain Callus as a full fledged member. Like the way it's shot is very similar to how they shot season two. Like they give POVs of each kind of character. And I, I that stood out the most uh, in this episode. But like that conversation right there, MJ, you, you you hit it. Like it's so interesting to have that dynamic between Kanan and Ezra, and then Ezra being like, "If it weren't, if it wasn't for you guys, I'd still be on Lothal. Like I would, I would be just like everybody else." And just to see that character growth, I think that was the moment where I was like, "Okay." I don't hate Ezra anymore. <laughs> He's actually making sense. I, I've, I've, it, it's taken it me three this seasons long. to figure that out. Well, dude, <laughs> can you, can you blame me? Did you oh, hate Ezra or was he just 15? Bit. No, no, no. Let me, let, me, let, let me speak for Luke. You're asking the so real Luke is an Anakin stan. He complains that Ezra <laughs> is too much alike Anakin and he's I, trying I, to I, be like Anakin. That's an insult. So he kind of has a grudge on young Bridger, which I, I don't, don't understand. I don't, I, I don't anymore. Yes, you I do. Did. Yes, I you, did. Vouch I did. I did. I do. I did. Not do. I did. Ezra is nothing like Ezra is nothing like Anakin Skywalker. He does a. He makes different decisions than Anakin Skywalker does, and that's why he is. No, uh, in a way, Luke, I'm inclined better to say that there are some points that Ezra Anakin. is better than anakin at some points well yeah he's able to resist he's he's able to resist the dark side he's able to turn away from what he really really wants duh like that's that's an obvious yeah that's the w for that's um, that except uh, let's I mean, give him a notch in so, the in the so, wind column so this is one thing that ezra has over anakin so when anakin gets risen up by an old man he fell but when ezra gets risen up by an old man he's like no i don't need this okay Walks but away. that was but that wasn't rizzed and that's completely. Like, I, I have mean, the that's, dark that's side. I no, have your no, that, no, but that, no, but that's. He didn't serve there. He fell flat <laughs> on his face. Like that's. Palpatine not, didn't serve. No, he didn't serve. <laughs> he did not but, serve. Why count though? That was that was that was, that, that was pretty. That, that, icy. That was pretty <laughs> I will say Palpatine. No, no, Palpatine. A certified, a certified Sheev serve. A certified no, palpy. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. A certified Sheev pal. Uh, Sheev. <laughs> serve Steve serve chief serve is his when he comes out like in the rise of skywalker in that red and, and with like the look buttons on the, the, yeah look yeah the buttons on him i'm like dude yeah you're you're slaying that you're doing a good job i like that 
That man's Maybe got if they it. turned the lights on, it would have been a serve. But oh, 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 oh. What's going on? <laughs> oh, you don't, oh, you don't like the lighting in on Exegol, Austin? Well, oh, well, I, not really I, much I think it, right. It looks, of... it looks interesting, but then you see like the costume behind the scenes. And you see like how bright red it is, and I'm just like, I want to see that. Like I want like. That's that fair. Does not look like what we see in the movie. I, it looks I will like say he's just wearing fully black. I will say Exegol as a planet, I think, is the most intriguing because oh, yeah, there's it's like so cool. it's it's it looks so freaking sweet because it's like there's lightning, mm-hmm. and then you hear the you hear the acolytes are. Just, I'm just like, bro, where the I fuck like these the people been? <laughs> it was the most fun planet to explore in um, Lego oh, Star, Wars, Star Wars. I think. Yes, agree. Because I think it was just like it was just new stuff, like stuff we haven't seen before, where the other planets are like recreating things we've seen before. This was like it was like we got to see sides of the planet that we didn't see before, even though it was Lego. It was like still cool to like explore Exegol. Yeah, but you can't really not like Mm -hmm. it just because Lego. Lego makes some of like the coolest content in Star Wars, to be honest. And I think especially their Lego sets. Now that is a riz. Now, 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 right now. That's, a, that's a that's a riz right there. If you want to riz a Star Wars fan, like you, all you have to do is buy like buy a Lego Death Star. gunship. Oh my god, I, I want build, that. An ATT. Okay. I need okay. a tactical enforcer. Okay, for anybody these... for anybody that's listening, when I move as a housewarming gift, LAT gunship Lego set. What if someone will build it live on stream? What if there's like there's gonna be like five that show up at your doorstep? You're gonna be like, what am I gonna do with all these? No, I'm gonna be like, all right, sweet, I got five of them. I can make a fleet. Here we ultimate, go. The ultimate Let's collector series, the the the, yeah. the the Clone Wars Venator yeah. Starship, oh, Luke with the credit card, dude, bang, 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 bang. Oh my god, it would be so much fun <laughs> to just make Legos. Just just. M in the chat said, "If only they would make Andor Lego sets." You literally have Cyril yeah. Karn. No, you yeah, literally they... have a Cyril Karn minifig. Yeah, they don't. They don't have. Well, wait. They only do they not have Lego sets? They just have individual things, right? Is they that have, right? Um, they have like one Lego. Set. Set. Oh, they have a Ferrex. They have a Ferrex. They the do. The one with Cyril. So that's a win for her. That'd be cool yeah. to have like the like the if you were to build like the interior of like the Narkina Five like cell where they were all working. That would be a cool what, now, now that I'm prison cell Lego. No, no, so would, that, would that make you complicit in building the Death Star if you're building Ooh. in some ways? What are the moral implications? I might be indirectly responsible. Yeah, you also are, are you, okay then you're responsible for enslaving Wookiees. So now I nope. now we gotta go to blows, bro. You don't enslave you, Wookiees. No, man. I speak fluent Shrewook. Leave me alone. Dude, you don't do not tra- do, Don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. What did I say there, dickhead? Okay. All right. We've gone way too far. That now. was a serve. Thank you. We're Wait, going down a path I follow. Really? That was not a serve. That was a slay, maybe. <laughs> a that was a serve and an ace. Oh, dude. No, you got you barely got <laughs> it over the net. Anyway, we've gone what? way too long. Uh, <laughs> now time to rank the episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> tower, we don't make prison Legos. <laughs> um. Uh. So this is kind of how the rankings go for MJ, Austin. You know the deal. Uh. Bad ensign. Okay, lieutenant. Good captain. Great admiral. And chef's kiss. Grand admiral. Uh. We'll start with MJ. What do you? I what thought do you, about you? this while I was rewatching them. 
Nice. I'm going to give part one Admiral. Okay. And I'm going to give part two Grand Admiral because Which... he doesn't wear the bucket in part one. Oh, wow. You know, simple, but very, very del- eloquent, elo- eloquently said. MJ. Very effective. That bucket? Absolutely. Absolutely. That Absolutely. little push. Like, yeah. that's Grand Admiral. Literally. I got you. I feel that. I feel that. Uh, Austin? I'm going to do Chef's Kiss for both episodes. Because nice. it's just, it just all comes together in the end, like, with the whole season. So, love that. Feel that. Feel that. Harris? Is this Duel of the Ranks? Is it ready for a hot take? Because it's an Admiral for me. That's uh, valid. That, that was <laughs> that was milk toast at there, that. There is no <laughs> there is no status quo for yeah milk toast. Get that. Because get my reason is that shit. It's I feel like out of, out of the four finales, this one's like the weakest of the four. I I won't disagree with you on that. I won't disagree with you, but I do truly, really, really enjoy it. No, I really enjoy this episode. It's just yeah. I just don't think it's a great admiral. Bendu puts it over for me. It's Green Admiral for me. I love Bendu in this uh, these two episodes because it's like, hey, look, I know your demise, bitch. And then he like pieces out. He's like, I don't need this. I'm going to get out of here. I'm still going to be in the middle, but I'm not going to be in the middle of you two guys. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, uh-huh. Pop. nothing. Pop. Uh, Char, your ranking. My ranking. I'm definitely going to give this a Grand Admiral. Like, there's yeah. so much that happened. I mean, just seeing because in the previous in Secret Cargo, we've already seen the formation of all the rebel cells across the galaxy coming together. And then you see the first like solid fight with all of the different factions of the rebels together in in some ways. So yeah. and the whole the whole part of the whole when they repaired the shield on Atalon and when they're getting bombarded and the shield's about to uh, destroy itself. And then they stop firing. I'm like, oh, like rewatching this every time puts me on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Because of the fact that Theron knows exactly what he's doing. But for some reason, Filoni wants to <laughs> wants to just stop right when shit hits the fan. And I'm just like, whoo, I need to relax a little bit. But yeah, the sacrifice is made. And then you see that Phoenix Squadron is breaking up. You see Sabine's going back to Mandalore. And season four, like this is such a perfect way to set up season four because yep. not only is Ezra just going to get stronger in the force, but the the whole group itself is going to get stronger. Hera is going to be a lot better. You get Kanan, who's going to be a lot better. You get Zeb, who's like the more yeah the more things they experience, the more the more prepared they are. And yeah. this is this is only going to be the first of few times they're going to have to deal with Thrawn. Yep, and. And they're just going to understand his methods even better because they were on the brink. They were this close to getting vaporized on Adelon. Yeah. They, they, they were close. Yeah. But if it wasn't for, you know, the clouds, you know. Oh, clouds. You know, the smog, uh, you know. <laughs> it just... Oh, dragons? No, the smog what? here in Illinois. Uh, uh, I'm uh, kidding. <laughs> I just like to imagine what a Thrawn POV would be like if it was yeah, a Thrawn book. The, the, like, the, the air here is really cloudy. I, I, I don't know if Bendu is in the sky, but the air here is very... yeah, Not great. Yeah. Uh, Char, uh, what about your three interesting facts? Oh, yeah, those. Yeah, go ahead. Three interesting facts about a certain Rebels arc that you didn't know about until now. 
Part 41, Zero Hour Edition. Fact 1, Thrawn the Historian? Thrawn makes mention of the Danan tactics employed by the rebels. The Danans are another name for the Arch the the Achaeans, the ancient Greeks in the Iliad and the Odyssey. Fact 2, ABC is easy as 1 2 3. Commander Sato's defense formation Arak 1 gets its name from the Arabesh alphabet. The first letter in the uh, in the Arabesh alphabet is A, Arak. Fact 3, Artsy Pauldron. Tristan Wren's armor has been marked with a Sabine illustration on his right shoulder. And there you have it. Those are the three interesting facts about Zero Hour. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to talk about some Star Wars news because uh, there's a rumor going around. There's a rumor going around. Anyway. Uh, Actually, decent rumor? No. Yeah, impossible. no. no I, I, so there's a rumor that we could see the second and final trailer for the Ahsoka series this weekend. Okay. Um. As a person that saw both, uh, both of them, uh, I will say there is a lot. Um, I, I, there's a lot that was in that second trailer that y'all didn't get to see. I hope they release some, some footage of that, uh, in this next trailer. Um, but I, I honestly, to be completely honest with you, I don't need another trailer. I think the first one did its job. Seeing his back was enough. I'm I'm seated. I'm uh, well, I mean, did you, okay, okay, but MJ, did you see like? But the thing is, is that those pictures did not do it justice. When I I'm have telling faith. You. I'm not. I would. I'm not a hater. Lars Mikkel could not. Lars Mikkelsen could do anything, and I would not be a hater. I will be seated. Like you will not catch me saying he looks like blue Elon Musk. Like no. I wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat that I wasn't there at Star Wars Celebration. Like, you know, uh, cold embrace. Like, oh, Jesus, Char. Mean a cold Sorry, embrace. I didn't hear you. A cold embrace? Like a cold embrace. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God, Char. But I mean, like, oh, Austin, go ahead. Looks like you're about to say something. You're like, leaning no. Out. What am I supposed to answer? <laughs> oh no. Um, so this is going to be interesting because ever since the first Ahsoka trailer dropped and when Luke told me that Thrawn, obviously Thrawn is going to be in the show, I feel like Thrawn is a very, um, he's, he's too complex for some people. Like there's oh, there's so there's so many different it. facets tell of his character that once this show drops, a lot of people are not going to understand who he is because not all of them have read Thrawn 2017, Greater Good, Lesser Evil, um, Alliances, Treason, uh, the Ascendancy books. They will not understand him. And hopefully Filoni does a good job with kind of summarizing like his ambitions and what he wants, which is like, it's now what everyone else thinks. Um, but for those of you who specialize in Thrawn content, this could be like your 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 big moment. So this is your super be Bowl. ready. Yes. Be ready to fight some idiots online oh, trust about me. Thrawn knowledge because uh, you, don't tell me you've spent all of these so hours and MJ months and reading Thrawn and studying Twitter, Thrawn like, all right, just for these no. idiots here's, to tell you that you he, that you know this is just you know here's Thrawn's this and that. He's cool, he's he's blue, he knows how to fight. Like, okay. Tell me so Char. 
we have someone like MJ here who is a living encyclopedia of the entire Chiss species. Like, (laughs) or yeah, Yeah. (laughs) yes. I mean, if you're a Thrawn creator, it's time to cook. Yeah, it. it, My my whole thing. Yeah, my whole thing is is that, and Alanis has also said this. Uh, well, she was the first one to say it to me, and I and I agree with her. Like, no matter what they do with Thrawn, nobody is going to be like, there's no, nobody is going to be a hundred percent happy with it. And you know what? Like, we just have to like live with that. What we get with Thrawn is what he is. You know what I mean? Like, I, well, I get that you should get that you, that you, you can have expectations, but like tether them tether them because it's not it's just like every other okay yeah if mj gets that like that's that's done like that she (laughs) she any eli vanto mention i will pass away like actually it and it's and, and like my thing is is that i've seen not only in star wars nerd culture and and as as it's come nitpick the shit out of small details and they lose the bigger picture of what's actually being put on screen. You are getting Thrawn. Nobody in 1980, when was this first? 93. 1993. Nobody thought that they would see a chiss on a TV show, let alone live fucking action. Well, probably a movie too, let's be honest. Well, no, no, he will be. He's going to be the antagonist of that movie. But no, you know what I mean? Like, why can't we just be happy with getting Thrawn on screen like let's be real here nobody thought that that Thrawn would ever make it on screen yeah Not I mean, I'm just overwhelmed the first time with joy That's, I am like so overwhelmed with joy exactly. and I'm so ecstatic for Timothy Zahn in particular yes like, oh my god I yeah, can't his wildest dreams which gives yeah. me so excited for Thrawn's character because the fact that Zahn is on set working with the character and guiding or telling, or he's basically he's, not, he's, he's there not to help. That. He's, he's not on that. He's not He knows. He's 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 supporting the material. So they're asking. Like, they're they're, they're heavily like, basing yes. it off of his yeah. work. A phone call. He did. Yeah. Get off he did. Yeah. Yeah. Phone. was like, hey, can you proofread this? Make sure that it's like you know. No, I'm kidding. No, no. But no, they're they're they're. They're relying on Zahn's content. It's not just going to be. I hope this, so. This, the, yeah, I think I in in here's my thing. Like, Timothy Timothy Zahn, like he could be lying to everybody and being like, "Yeah, I'm not involved at all." But then, like when Dave when when Dave Filoni says, "Hey, like we it it felt important to us to have him involved because he wasn't involved with Rebels." If I remember correctly, he was he was loose, very loosely because they brought him in during the animation phase of season three. Yeah, they handed him scripts and said, "This is what we're doing. You can write the books based around it." Yeah, that basically happened. Yeah, so like to have him actually be somewhat involved, but not to the point where he's like hovering. I think it's perfect because Timothy, they're like Timmy, is just like. Right now at Safeway, save on all your favorite home scents and cleaning products for a fresh, clean home. 
Shop for deals on items like Glade candles and plugins, Febreze air fresheners, Clorox cleaners, Swiffer wet cloths, or Scotch Bright sponges. Plus, deck the halls and shop for deals on items like mini light sets, holiday wrapping paper, holiday candles, and holiday cards. Offer expires December 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for full offer details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, cool. I'm just glad I'm here. Like, that's yeah. literally his whole personality. And 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 if we are going to get, oh, oh, it's I don't give a shit what he does. As long as Lars Mickelson sounds and looks like Thrawn, I don't. Oh, give he a looks shit. like it. I'm sure he'll sound shit. like it. I don't, I don't give a shit what his actions are. I don't care. Like I've read the source material. I've read every book. I've done. I don't care. I'm just glad that we get to see this character who's been a big part of the franchise for so long get screen time. Yeah, That's my I mean, only thing. You you need to the the magnitude of Thrawn coming into live action. If I mean, if they don't like, if they have to get this right, <laughs> they they have to get it as right as possible with adhering to the Zahn novels with his character. Well, people, like, if 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 they stray away from that, it's going to feel off putting for a lot of people. Because my thing is, is like with people forget about this with Thrawn. There are three divisions of Thrawn fans. You have I would I'm going to specify this in the, the Joros Kaboth fans. So you have the canon book Thrawn fans of the recent era with Ascendancy and then the <laughs> original trilogy era. And then you have the <laughs> Rebels Thrawn fans who have only seen him in Rebels. That's all they know about Thrawn is just Thrawn Rebels. And then you have the Insanity Legends fans who only read Heir to the Empire and Outbound Flight and think that's everything Thrawn is. And there's no way you can satisfy all three. Because they're all vastly different and have different things about well there's it's impossible to satisfy yeah you're never you're not no 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 matter what you do there will always be some sort of hate for something we know this we're star wars fans we're surrounded by hate all the time you it's never it's never going anywhere if you want to be overly critical about thrawn sure yeah you can be over here analyzing all the zon books and everything but i'm sure it won't be verbatim as to what you want it to be it's just it's not going to tickle everyone's fancy i'm just saying that M- MJ, what are your what are your thoughts, expectations for Thrawn? I have I feel... so many thoughts on this, and just based off of like conversations with Zahn himself. Um... Subtle flex. Subtle flex. <laughs> I mean, we do have dinner plans. But... I mean, did you did you did you did you have a serve? You know. Yeah, I did have a serve, a little bit of a serve. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, way back to what you were saying about fighting for my life on Twitter, I think. One of the most important things that Timothy has taught me is that because I'm I always get frustrated with the fact that people are so, oh, he's a villain. Oh, he's a hero. Oh, he's in the middle. Oh, he's this, that, whatever. It all depends. This is his answer to the question. It all depends on what side the story is being told from. It's yeah. All about point of view. 
yeah. because look at him in Rebels and like um like you were just saying about the f- people who have only seen him in Rebels they know him as a villain guess what because it's from the perspective of the Rebels of course he's gonna seem like a super bad dude then you pick up Thrawn 2017 and you're like wait a minute this guy is just doing what he thinks is best he's doing his job and you're like maybe he's not so bad after all and that's the thing with a lot of the Star Wars fans on Twitter is that they cannot comprehend when something isn't black or white because Thrawn is a gray character. He's morally gray. He exists in the middle. He is not a hero, but he's definitely not a villain. So if you try to put these characters in boxes, he's far too complex to do that. So that's why I'm very nervous, like walking into the Ahsoka series because people are just going to be like, well, if you're calling Thrawn a hero, you're clearly like, an imperial apologist and i'm like or okay, no, I'll just, take no. it two steps back yeah, like this uh, is not yeah it's 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 not and like that's that's perfectly well said because he it, okay for example like let's say a gray area right damon targaryen from house of the dragon morally mm-hmm. he's not a villain he's not a hero he's in the middle like you can have those characters and and i think it brings more to the table that star wars fans don't have the complexity to talk about characters like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they, like you said, you you have to explain like everything to like, like let's let's throw this out for an example. Somehow Palpatine returned. Like that's a throwaway thing. But if you read all of the, the all of the context to it, it makes sense. And people just can't grasp their mind around it because it's they just don't want to do that hard work to read into that read into those scenarios literally and i mean it just, it, that's that's just how it is it's they just how want it is. easy they don't yeah. want to have to think they exactly. want flashiness they want it simple they want good guy bad guy they don't care for this in between because it's too complex for them yeah yeah as i said earlier that's it's just yeah. too much for them i mean for the people that don't understand thrawn and his ambitions tell me you do not understand the unknown regions without telling me you don't understand the unknown regions yeah <laughs> like literally yeah, but Austin, what are you looking forward to? Soka wise. Um, I am looking forward to weird force shit from Dave Filoni. I know you yep. guys know. I know Luke, you're a Mortis Arc fan. Yeah. Dave Filoni, when he explores some weird force shit, like the world it's... between worlds, whatever, it's always the best. Like it, I don't know. I so I'm excited to see like that aspect. You know, we see mm-hmm. in the background of some of the shots like you know ruins in the sky and whatnot yes oh okay that's what i want to see when they got the writing in the sky you know it's gonna be some good shit some crazy force stuff going on i'm excited to see like who is you know balen's skull and oh, who's the other character she i Sheon. Sh- Sheon? is that no the... that's a, that's a twilight in mandel oh one. no that's right Sheon. Uh, I can't Trivia remember. It starts, it starts with a. It starts with an S, though. The girl with the bleached yeah. hair. Oh, dude, yeah. she looks intimidating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the one who kind of uh, looks like Sia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, literally, no. That's literally the perfect comparison. To be honest with she's you, she's gonna break yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. She I should start shooting chandelier. But anyway, no. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the most. I agree with you, Austin. Finding out those two characters, right? Mm-hmm. They are so intriguing because the synopsis for um what's his name? What? Oh my god. Ooh. Oh the Ray Stevenson. Oh, yeah, Ray Stevenson. Yeah, Balen Scroll. The the, the yeah, user for hire. Yeah, yeah. 
he survived Order sixty six and became a. Of course a, he did. A, a, yeah, and he. Hey. Oh, by the way, get <laughs> uh, ready for another Order sixty six scene. Here you go. Hey, yay, yay. hey, we love the eighteenth different perspective. We love those. If you want to hear a conversation about whether. Order 66 should be used again. Go check out that podcast episode. Not subtle plugs. It's a lot. It, it's I'm, a. I'm it, telling it's you, an interesting like, one. We we need a cut down on the Order 66. It, it, I think it, after it, this, we're diluting Order 66, man. Like I think. Well, it also brings up the point of like when people are like, "Oh, there shouldn't be uh like there's there were ten thousand Jedi and it's like." Yeah, they could yeah. have killed them survived. all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And maybe like what? Maybe gonna, like what? Like two hundred survived. We're gonna that? get. We're gonna get butt hurt about. It's like ten thousand to not two, even two hundred. No, or whatever. it's 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 within the two hundred range, isn't like, it? I believe so. Well, we, I don't think we even know more than like sixty in canon. It's yeah, it's 60. like it's. I know it's in the sixty to eighty range. Star Wars and fans like, are like the only fans who will complain about getting more stories. Like, I, sit, oh. down. sit down. Like, oh, do you want goodness. more shows and more characters? Yeah, that? we're getting more characters. I mean, like from Jedi Survivor, Bodakuna, for example, Woo! like or Outlaws. Like so many... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I can't wait to play that game. Like, there's so well, many new like... Jedi. They're just being brought into the mix that survive yeah. Order sixty six. It's just it's just crazy. Like how much Order sixty six is being used yeah. as a plot point as a character's yeah. like. I mean, Come it on. is kind of a big, important part as a Jedi. Yeah, but um, after the be, Empire. It can't be everyone's. <laughs> but anyway. I do appreciate, though, that they, like, try to show, like, different points of view. Know, paths that people go on. Like, Boat is somebody who, like, chose a, a way different path than anybody we've seen before. And then you have, like, people yeah. like Kanan, who kind of had, like, that redemption-style arc, even though, like, he didn't necessarily do anything wrong, but, like, just his life in general like doing better and whatnot and so yeah yeah i always appreciate at least there's like different perspectives like and then you have like obi-wan who like the entire you know galaxy is you know resting on his shoulders like that's a different perspective you know even the clone perspective look at the badge yep yep absolutely Mm -hmm. look at crosshair there's so many interesting stories to be told like don't complain because you think you're getting the same one again. Yeah, I would agree. Um, uh, and the last thing that we're going to talk about is Kathleen Kennedy talking about. Uh, by the way, what what the fuck? First of all, there the tweet of oh yeah, the Kathleen Kennedy has been outed. I was like, okay, so she's been fired for the eighteen thousand time. Congratulations! It's not like I've seen this Great. for the last like seven Great. years in a row. Awesome. <laughs> But anyway, we're gonna get we're gonna I wanna I want you guys' thoughts real quick about what she said about Ray's movie. Um she's quoted here uh saying, I think it I, I think what's always great about Star Wars is it's a big galaxy. And we're coming off a uh, of what was a major war with the first order. And now Ray has made a promise to Luke, and that's really the core of where we're going and what the story will be. And I think it offers just tremendous opportunity to introduce new characters and start uh, with something fresh because we cult- we culminated with what George was creating. And now we get to take like we they get to take all that and move it to the next chapter. Um, it, it honestly, I think it's a right. I think that what she is saying is spot on. Um, 
we need new storytelling. We need different points of view. We need, and we're getting that from Andor is, is, is a, is a point of view, um, uh, point of view show from the common man in the world of Star Wars. We don't really have a lot of POVs like that. So seeing Ray fulfill that promise to Luke to, to rebuild the Jedi order, not really that I think it's going to be called the Skywalkers. In my opinion, I think she's going to take that name, and that's going to be the next. Oh no, she, she the Jedi. Name, sure. No, no, but I mean, like that. That's the what. Jedi order that's what. Will be called the, it'll, 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 it'll be. They'll be called Skywalkers. They won't be called Jedi anymore. They'll be called Skywalkers. Uh, force navigators. Uh, just force navigators are already called Skywalkers. They, no, no, yeah. but like, but like, but that's the point. Like, you <laughs> can, you can. It's, it's not like Skywalkers are force sensitive. Like that's the whole point. That's where you can interconnect with like the chess. When are we gonna do. get Ezra Bridger ch- training them? Like, come just on, Jedi. Uh, just Jedi. I, who <laughs> says? Wait, 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 wait. Who says that he makes it out of Ahsoka in a body bag? No. When are we getting Ezra Everybody. Bridger training Chiss Skywalkers? Oh, in the Thrawn uh, Ezra book that hopefully in the comes new out. one, it's the new book that will be coming years. I will say this: the one thing about Ezra, it's like, oh yeah, we got the announcement of the guy, and I'm like, I guarantee you, he, we don't see Ezra until either the last shot of the show, the last episode, and it might even, might not even be that. It could be the hologram of him doing the, 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 the speech at the end of season four, which would be hilarious because I just think it's funny that that. that I honestly, done. my expectations, because I want so much from the Thrawn, I'm like, I'm happy if the only shot in the show is of his back and it's the very last episode. Like, yeah. I don't care if we get three seconds of him. I'll be happy. That's awesome. And that's kind of how I was. I, I had very, I had expectations for Obi-Wan, but a lot of my expectations were met. So I was, I was happy as could be. Like, I got exactly what I wanted. I didn't really have much to co- complain about. And I go into a lot of Star Wars, a lot of things with my expectations kind of like I got to wait and see until the whole season or whole series is out and then I can be critical of it. Because I feel like if you're judging a series or a movie that has multiple parts, it's very unfair to only judge one part of it. Judge it when it all comes out and then give a critique. Because like, for example... Obi-Wan after episode four, everybody was like, Oh, it's the worst show. And then the next three episodes came out and they're like, Oh, it's it was pretty good. Like, duh, because you got your swoosh swoosh Darth Vader versus Obi-Wan assholes. You didn't understand everything else, but that's that's a whole nother thing. Star Wars but, fans can't sorry for cutting you off. No, you're I'm good. Sorry. No, no, no cut them cut off all you want. Cut yeah. them off all you want. <laughs> yeah. I like a very, very big Better Call Saul fan. I've done such a good yes! job. Yes! Up yet. We got another. <laughs> I'm such a big Better Call Saul fan. And that show is like the epitome of slow burn. The yeah. Chuck McGill plotline goes on for three seasons. Not three, three seasons episodes, of peak. Three seasons. And then the whole, the main villain of the show isn't introduced until the end of season four, uh, end of season three, uh, beginning of season four. Because, um, and like all of the the big shock, wow, the the lightsaber duels of Better Call Saul, you have to wait hours and hours for them. And Star Wars fans just could not handle that because they need that instant gratification, that like drama 
like any slow paced scenes just kill them like please be patient let the story unfold because a story arc is like a mountain you have the introduction you need that stuff the introduction the rising action you can't get to the climax without it and you can't skip over it or else the climax isn't going to make sense and it won't be exciting because you don't care about it yeah, I mean that's one of the I like I love the prequels, but I feel like that's my that's my that's my one main complaint about them. It's too it's too whoosh whoosh. There's too much instant gratification. Like there's no like foundation of it. That's why they had to make a seven season show. I've been a six episode miniseries. All right, would you just a lot of crap? Le- would you just leave it alone? <laughs> and brotherhood. M from the chat. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. MJ, do you, um, have you do you look like Saul? Do you, I don't think you look like Saul Goodman. Saul. I, I don't know if oh. you and Bob Odenkirk are. Uh... Jesus Christ! Why <laughs> she will never come on this show again? This bit, she's... it's been going on for eight months. She's... Someone in my TikTok comments was like, "You look like him," and I'm like, "What?" You heard the guitar though. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> and anyway, anyway. Uh, that's gonna do it for this episode uh, of the podcast. Uh, Austin, MJ, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for on. having me. Absolutely, MJ. Where can the good people follow you? They can follow me at Chimera underscore Chat on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and look for my new podcast. I'm gonna do a name drop for the first time publicly right now. Oh! Are you ready? Some exclusive content. I can't take credit for the name though. My co-host Lyris came up with it. Um, It's called Heir to the Fempire. Nice! Ah, Mother of God. Mother of God. There we go. Heir to the Empire. Uh, Heir to the Fempire. You can you can nice. find that wherever podcasts are. are, 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 are. So is it going to just be like strictly chiss? Um, maybe we'll do. We'll definitely cover Ahsoka. So I guess the rebels are in there, but we're definitely your go-to chiss people. That yes, that is a serve. That is a serve. I now understand <laughs> that this old this geriatric millennial knows what serves means. If we if we got anything so right you, in this Luke, episode. We, we, if we got anything out of this episode, was that I know what serve means now. I'm that not you do. Serve. You do. In itself, you learning that is a serve. It's a serve. Bam. Mic drop. Austin, where can the good people follow you, my man? You can follow me on Instagram at SWAustin, Twitter SWAustin0, and uh, you can follow Austin SWE on Twitter. Let him know I want my username back. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then my podcast is The Way Seekers returns July 7th, next Friday. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah, thank awesome. you so much for having me on. Oh, no problem. We yeah. love having you on. Absolutely. Thanks for always coming on for this crazy podcast. <laughs> cannot, be- cannot, cannot believe that uh, it's been two years. It's actually two years. That's right. To the day yeah. that the first episode dropped two years ago today yeah, so literally two years ago this is your anniversary episode? in 20 yep yep june 29th of 2021 Serve. was the first episode of pod Wands. yep yep so i was not there this... until september september of that year. yeah so yeah I there until another year after that yep yeah two years of two years of podcasting so yeah, you've been here for almost two years yourself? 
Uh, so it was me and uh, an ex's cousin. Oh. Now, do you see how I had to pivot? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Harris, where can the good people find you? Well, you can find me at Harris Productions on TikTok and Instagram. You can find me at Harris underscore edits on Twitter. And of course, you can find me here on the pod ones. Jar. Where can the good people follow you? Good people, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at charcharj, as spelled right here. And you can find me here at the Podmons Podcast. Every Thursday night as we cover our Star Wars Rebels rewatch. Check us out next week as we begin Season 4. I'm forgetting what the first episode is. It's Isn't it an arc? It's like three episodes, actually. It's Good. Mandalore it makes it go... <laughs> yeah, is Mandalore. It, Mandalore? Yeah, it's okay. two episodes. It's two episodes, right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, two. check us out there. And then check us out as more trivia Facts competitions release so yep. that'll be cool. uh sunday 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific yep check out tate versus david one of the craziest matches of the it entire is, season it's a good one it's a good one other than one match i think this may oh two there's one match there's that happened two. there's it's, two it's there's two more there's two there's that were nail biters yeah there's three yeah. well i mean yeah. we're counting this we're counting this one and then there's another one and then there's the one the final that. one. The final one is is absolutely bonkers. Let me tell you, this Tate David match is crazy. Okay, good. and then the cure in um, was was Hayden next match. level crazy. I will say but you will find out best, the results. The in best a few match. Weeks. The best commentated match. Nd Wise guy versus Spice. That was fun. Oh no! It's there will be no questions commentary. asked. No, okay. no, 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 no more going into it. We can't give them too much. Anyway, uh, a little bit of an announcement. I will be taking time off from the podcast um, and doing content altogether. Um, just kind of gotten to that point where I'm just a little too burnt out. But we're still going. Uh, Chase, Forward in the Black, or, or Carter, Cartoon D2 will be stepping in for me for the month. So I will not be back until Jedi Knight. So towards the end of Rebels. Um, so, uh, it'll be Char, Harris, Chase, and, or Carter. Um, but yeah, you won't miss any new content. Everything will be coming out at the same time. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I just, I've been on here for two years. I've only missed two episodes. Uh, so, uh, a break is something that I need. So, uh, I appreciate you guys. Um, but you can follow us at the pod ones on all social medias. You can follow me uh, at Jedi Master Eggs on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Just decided to do personal stuff with Star Wars and stuff like that, doing all that stuff. So that's the public service announcement. Uh, but guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us. MJ, Austin, chat. You guys are always amazing. But until next time, may the force be with you. Always. Always. See you guys. Your Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.